Hello, everybody. Uh. <laughs> Mark, I'm With Sean Donnelly and Dennis St. Germain. Woo. Our guest today is Jason Lawhead. Oh, wow, everybody. This is up to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> <laughs> you know? A bag of chips. Saying, yeah. right. I mean, it sounded like you got the chips in liquid form and you were sipping them from a straw. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fat that sounded. Wait, you like that intro? It, it sounded like Louis Anderson did that intro. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> oh, God, honey, she's the problem. Tragedy equals comedy. Hilarious. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thank you for coming. To uh, the hundredth uh, episode of My Dumb Friends, no, we're you're, fucking delirious you're right now. You're making that up. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> we totally made it you have up. No idea what number it is. Um, I was. Uh, what number is it? Probably fifty something, sixty something. This will be fifty something. Fifty yeah. something. Yeah. Nice. Tom has yeah. given up on this being a success. <laughs> no, it's getting, whatever happens. We're doing just, good. Whatever let's, let's prove it to everybody. Please email us and let us know that you're listening. <laughs> 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 one email. That's such old. But you, but you are getting tweeted at. What do you get tweeted at, Tom, for the podcast? People, well, people just say, "Oh, this was great." Episode or this was a lot of fun or you know have we got any shitting on us ones? No, no, no one's chat on it yet. <sighs> Every email I get to my podcast, the email says, "Is this junk?" <laughs> I, have to, yeah, I have to decide whether it, but every single one is like doesn't yeah. matter but hey I love your podcast I, the email thinks this is junk like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all our demographic is just junky yeah. junky people how's you, the tour going dude it's great man thank What's you the, uh, what tour is it uh, we're on the all in tour meet oh, Paul yeah. Berzy and uh, Joe Bartnick so we go to the uh, stress factory this weekend which is uh, I don't know when this drops but that's June 12th through the 14th this will be, be like October. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Two months away. Yeah, you fine. have a website. Yeah, exactly. Go to jasonlawhead.com. You'll um, find out all the information there. But, but yeah, great, here's man. We, great. Yeah, we did some West Coast dates, which was fun because it was kind of like the test market. Bill Burr, who right. uh, Joe uh, Bartnick from Pittsburgh, but he started in San Francisco. He's an LA guy. Yeah. Uh, you guys know Verzi. Yeah, I know Verzi. Verzi's annoyed at me and Sean now because is he annoyed? We made a few dumb Paul Verzi jokes. Well, here's the thing. Want to explain it to him and see how. I love Paul Verzi. He's just like, yeah. We he's do the act, best. We would yeah. do act. I love Paul. Paul's hilarious and he's the best. But we do act outs back and forth of Paul and Bill Burr by themselves. And then Paul just going, Bill, when the sun comes up, where does the moon go? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Verzi. What the fuck? <laughs> you fucking ask me everything, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Verzi, again with that? <laughs> then we do this other thing, which is Paul Verzi and the aliens. Oh, where it's like him and like, you know, like the Mac and me type aliens. Like, do you guys have giants up here? Do you guys have the Yankees? This is going to be epic. <laughs> he's like in the spaceship with him, like, and they're fighting bad guys. And shit. Uh, dude, dude. When, when, you were, when you tell someone that you have a whole, like, three skits about them and they didn't know about it, it's hard to make it sound complimentary. Because, <laughs> like, no, you don't get it. You're so dumb that we did these skits. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> but he's not. Like, but he's not. Like, it's no. not even, you know. No, it's not even. He's not ah, dude, that's He's the hilarious. best. He's awesome. He is hilarious. But, he's always, but, like, trying to talk. I, 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 there's one thing I get from Paul, knowing him now a little bit more than a year, and we, we've done some gigs together, uh, quite a few now, is that he loves to, like, when he wants to do something, when he right, wants right. to get in on something, he's still, like, he's, like, he's, like, like, uh, he, he asked you like that teenage kid that's asking you to do something wrong for the first time. It's like, hey, Paul, it's fine. Yeah, we get. Hey, man, so what do you think? We go next door. We get a couple of cigars before the show. We smoke a couple of sticks, no? And I'm like, yeah, man, we're not going to spray paint a fucking wall. <laughs> you want to have a cigar? We'll have a cigar. He's like, so you know what I mean? 
me? I like, texted so, him. He gets like, really amped up about ah, it. I love it. It's great. No, that's the like, greatest thing about him, though. What are you doing? He goes, I'm smoking a cigar with an exclamation point. I've seen him smoke a cigar ten times. Dude, that's all he does now. I told him, I, I told Burr, we got to have an intervention with the guy. He's like, two, three sticks. They do. Do you want to get a stick? No. That's the whole question. No, it's with the question mark. It's yeah. hilarious. You don't dare say no. You're, I mean, you're just, a negative yeah, person. Exactly. You're a negative He's person. He's putting you on you... the spot to avoid saying right. no. You have to say, well, yeah, Paul, we'll do that. I, that I guarantee great. on his yeah, podcast, there's going to be unacceptable of the week. People making fun of you on their podcast. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Tom, wanna, Tom wanna... has some secret vendetta with <laughs> no, Paul. He has real, like, we're all joking. And Tom's like, let me tell you about this motherfucker. Trying to film everything with this guy. Hilarious. So you've been on the road for a bit? Yeah, yeah. We did a West Coast tour, which we kind of just passed together. Burr. Any crazy road stories so far? Um, I, I got to tell you. You guys are kind of more have your shit together, Seattle. right? We, a little bit, but we were in Seattle. I'm off the sauce right now. Oh, really? Yeah, been off like the sauce. sober, sober, or just taking a break? Taking a long break. So I'm sober, sober at this point right. I, 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 uh, since New Year's Day. Um, but I like to visit the pharmacist now and again and get a back pill or, uh, you know, yeah. something rolled into some paper now and again yeah, to yeah, help yeah. the muscles and uh, <laughs> escape the reality. Yeah. Yeah. And we were in football remedy. career. Dude. We were in, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you need it from all the physical pain you've put. <laughs> yeah, your, yeah, all that sedentariness in the lazy boy <laughs> watching Sunday football has <laughs> made my back sore. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you sued the NFL. <laughs> for, sued the NFL for, like, yeah. re reclined position injury. <laughs> post my, my TV is Post-recliner trial. Fucking Dr. Zismore out to show. Yeah. That's a New York guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. So uh, we were out there in Seattle, and the one craziest thing is we got a hold of some stuff. I don't know what it was called, but these guys rolled it into a spliff after a show at the. We were right. and uh, I, I mean you literally Bartnick? me Bartnick Paul Verzi Paul smokes. I didn't know well, he smokes. no, he didn't. I don't believe that night. Me and Verzi Verz, because he's had a cigar in his right, mouth. Right. Me and uh, Bartnick. Uh, but I, I'm telling you, I took one hit. Right, and, and it was like the city, up. like literally. I didn't even need to go into the Space Needle. Like, you know wow. what I mean? The city was fucking spinning, Exploded. just spinning the whole time. So, wow. that's about that's about it right now. Well, that's pretty good. Cleveland's though. had we had fun in Cleveland last week. We did a hilarity seven shows. Yeah, here that club's great. Oh, that club's great. That club's great. You got to get in there. That's a, I would love uh, to do that that's a great spot. More yeah, theater-esque. That's where I started. Oh, it's So it was hilarious. nice. It was like a nice homecoming to go right. back to Cleveland and uh, feel like you wanted something because the yeah, seven yeah. shows went well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, People actually yeah. applauded it. It's a nice feeling when you go to Cleveland yeah. and you hear some cheers once in a while. Yeah. Watch out. Red Bull. Sorry, <laughs> just like Dan's, fucking crazy. Dan's on his third Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thomas, Thomas, Thomas killed Judd. That's great. The show went great. Shows are going great. And so we got also to... pretty sick because you guys probably, what, each do 25 minutes? Yeah, basically. We oh, change up the orders. Like in Cleveland, amazing. I close. It's that's great. so amazing. We get like a local host to do 10. We all do 25. Closer might do 30. Like I closed everything in, in Cleveland. Verzi will close everything out here at the Stress Factory. Right. New Jersey kid. And, and we'll switch up in Boston. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, Philly, uh, Joe will close. He's a Pennsylvania guy. So basically you guys are all doing feature sets. Yeah. And we're just oh, going out there so and going it down. And the, show, the crowds are loving it, man. I, the great thing is, is the people that came out on the short term right. on the West Coast, really tweeted and loved the show because we only had about seven to ten days to promote once we hit all these cities. We did right. like one-nighters in uh, L.A., San Diego, Portland, Seattle, two nights in San Fran, and one night in Sacramento. But now the East Coast is buying into the whole weekends, which is great. Yeah. Cleveland's got a whole weekend. New Brunswick's you, got a whole weekend. Boston's got a whole weekend. Pay or whatever. Yeah, and that's all we're doing. We're, right. we're, we're, some deals are different than others. Some are guarantees with some sellout bonuses. Yeah, some yeah. are some 75% door deals. So right. we're just like uh, we're like a band on the road right now, that's man. Awesome. And we're just kind of, uh, you know, awesome. we're splitting poster costs. And we're recouping you know, I wish I had that. friends that I'd want to do that with. <laughs> 
And well, that was, was a whole. That's <laughs> how this came about. The fuck, you wouldn't go on a tour with me? I'm just gonna take the Lucas Brothers. That's it. Or they're gonna take me. The Lucas Brothers. I'll carry their luggage. Yeah, yeah they're gonna take you. <laughs> I was. I was. I sometimes I, I did like two shows with Carly Aquilino on the road. And I like called my man because it's like as soon as you work with her, like your pay goes through the roof. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, I will carry her luggage. Right? I don't give a <laughs> shit. No doubt. Give I, me that fucking money. I've made more money as an opening act than I ever have as a headliner. Right. I, I mean, it's hilarious at this stage of my career. I mean, if I if I separated the opening act money compared to right. the headliner money, it's and not everybody's like that either. Like Bill probably helps you out, but some some headliners aren't like that. No, not at all. I mean, right. some aren't as generous. But uh, the nice thing was this tour came about. It's funny you say. Well, I wish I could go on a tour, and we were just at Bill's wedding in Jan- in uh, October. Yeah. yeah. And Bartnick and Verzi hadn't met each other. Everybody just kind of hurt each other. I didn't meet Verzi until last year because Bill would use us separately, you know, in yeah, different right. cities. So yeah. Yeah. And we knew of these different guys. You know, we knew who each right, other was. Right. We hadn't met each other until I met Verzi last spring on a, on a, on a run through the South in, in 13. And then Bartnick and Verzi finally met at the wedding. And we were just drunk talking like, the least you got tar together. <laughs> and Verzi was like, oh, that's fucking great idea. I'll tweet it out. Right, we were like, like that's no, probably enough. Right. Yeah, we were like, his Twitter, that's his podcast. That's probably enough. We were like, let's do it. And he's like, dude, I'll, I'll do it. So. It's uh, it's living and breathing. I can't you know I can't believe. That's crazy. It. So yeah. when does it when does it end? Uh, well, we're still patching dates. That's a nice thing. Is uh, we got a couple. Uh, That's what's uh, ongoing. Yeah, right yeah. now we're uh, well. We, we can got get some you contracts a, uh, out. We can get you a night at Alligator Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a bar down the block from here. <laughs> we're, we're 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 trying to uh, crack into uh, into the. Uh, into the New York scene, so we'll we'll see. I mean, you know, it's it's growing as the. It's so hard to get anything in New York because it's just like, oh, really? It's spot can, night, yeah. I can do that. You mean I, I can also go to this other show with uh, equally great comics for free? So I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really well, there's is. a million things to do, or they can just go see any other type of entertainment during the night. Right. They, I can go see opera probably for free. Dude, I got really to tell you something. I don't know much about New York, and I was just telling you guys before we, we broadcasted that I'm staying here for a couple of months. You know, right. since we're on the East Coast, I'm going to be kicking in here for three months, and I'm staying over in Hell's Kitchen area. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, 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 dude. I'm telling you, I did. I mean, it is. I'm livestock in that neighborhood. And last <laughs> oh, night, yeah? oh yeah, dude, I'm telling you, I walk around and it is just. I, I mean, it's like, and what with the, it's, with I didn't. Dudes? It's all gay. Yeah, it's right. Gay, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. Is I just didn't know it going in. <laughs> so, Anyone who usually has a problem with gays that starts it out with that. No, there's no, nothing no. wrong with that. No, no, no. But, but the problem here's the thing is the other night it was just you know. It, I got him on this side, so I go towards Broadway, and the Tony Awards were oh boy. two nights ago. Right, so right, I was going right. this way on Broadway and this way on Hell's Kitchen. I felt like the guy the, like when in Star Wars when the trash compact was, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> was just coming on both sides. I mean, I, it was... What, what, uh, what was going on? They were yelling... No! I this mean, uh, this I'm podcast being, was being, paid for by Prop 8. I, I'm, being totally, <laughs> I'm being totally homophobic in a way where I'm just saying that it was a shocker to me. Here's my thing. I'm fine. I'm flattered. I am flattered. I am flattered when any gay guy hits on me, except if they're bigger. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Which is the same thing chicks feel. Is there a time where they're not bigger? Um, Yeah, sometimes, you know. That's what Um, I'm saying is this is an athletic group in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, 
when they're it's just the same and it's not even like a home it's more like you know like like it's the same way a girl gets freaked out if a guy who's bigger than her hits on her because they're like oh if this person wanted to they could, just they yeah, could dude, fuck no, that's me that's what i'm saying that's what i'm you know? saying like they're they're, they're all and, like and i'm not saying that of course they wouldn't want to no, do that but exactly. i'm saying there is a primal thing that happens have you gotten you know? hit by dudes a bunch yeah of course how many times Couple, yeah. Well, I used to when I was dead. My dad's in theater. He's a playwright. Okay. And so he would hit on me. No, my dad. <laughs> we, we would go to these. Uh, we would go to a lot of play openings, and there'd be like I'd be like fifteen, and I was probably the best looking I ever was when I was like fifteen or sixteen. And these dudes were like, looked like Stephen Sondheim would like hit me up, hit hit on me at these parties. Stephen Sondheim. Like they would look like, oh, 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 okay. and they would have like. <laughs> It was like the Cravat. gayest tie. They had a tie of like yes, old God. naked Greek Greco Roman guys wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Remember hilarious. that was like one That's of the old ties. That's old school gay. That's like yeah, like China in that movie uh, with uh, Birdcage. Right. They, uh, well, Mul- Mulaney has yeah. that great bit about how like gay guys in the seventies are the most intimidating guys because they were gay at a time where it wasn't cool to be gay. <laughs> so like they really don't give a shit. <laughs> they're like great. they're like really fucking badass, you know. That's what I was thinking. Like. Uh, the whole gay in sports thing. Um, there was guys in the 70s that were gay, but were heterosexual, acting as heterosexuals. Yeah. Like, there's a, if you look back at it, there's a lot of athletes that have come out gay right. in the po- Like, there's a guy that played for in the NBA for 12 years, and he had like three wives and kids from four different women, and he was like a player, like, wore the fur coats, was out there, but was gay, smashing it. Who was it? Could you imagine? It was a guy that played for uh, I don't like the name names, but I'll say it. Sydney Wicks, right? He well, played he for UCLA. Out, he came out, he came out well after his NBA career. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like he well, played. Like it was so funny because he was like that guy was such hot shit. He was like yeah. he was taking down women and he was gay. That's that's, that's how good hilarious. Dick is. That's how that, that, uh, exactly. And, and like <laughs> that's another, how powerful. That's, that's how amazing. powerful. And I, another thing too, where it's like imagine the self discipline. Like if you went home every day. And like, uh, and you, and you went after your game, you had to go to a shower with a bunch of hot chicks who were just lathering up and you have to force yourself not to look at him or get a boner. How fucking intense is that double life? I think, do you know what I mean? Back then you're living in such fear that there's no way you're going to get a boner. Right. Like there's, you're, you're, right. Living, you're so scared of what. Of yeah, being found no out doubt. that you're no not doubt. gonna get, you're not gonna sit there and be like, like a cartoon with their <laughs> eyes going, <laughs> 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 clang, clang. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so you're not gonna, you're so nervous. But anyway, you're not gonna get, you're Hell's gonna, Kitchen, that's boner. the spot if you, if you, you know yeah. what? Yeah. I, mean, I just watched some video of uh, a lot Rob, of running through Robert Hell's De Niro <laughs> talking about his dad. His, Robert his dad, dad was a, his dad was gay. Really? He was an artist, and he and he had he had a journal, and he would journal about trying to fight. The urge to be gay, basically fight the urge to be gay, Ugh. and then they have a clip of De Niro talking about something like like PBS show, and he starts like crying, talking That's about where it. Bobby pretty... got the acting chops. Yeah, probably. Yeah, dude, how hard is it got to be to? I mean, that's just such a hard thing to fucking deal with that shit. Oh. If you're a gay guy, like, it's how can be, people say it's, it's a choice? Be... How can people say that that shit's a choice? It's not. It's There's no, no way. way. There's no way it's a choice. Yeah, absolutely. And no, I, th- no, I think that's pretty much. Come on. At this point, it's like nobody believes. And it. if you're, nobody if you need to be exactly convinced, more. go to Hell's Kitchen. Right. It's just, no it's just no way. Like I remember one guy. Like, uh, God, this was on the like some like teenagers were like. Then they called some kid guy a faggot, and he was huge, and he just fucking chewed him out in front of everybody, and they like backed off. Where was this? On the subway. Oh, you saw this? Yeah. Nice. Wow. 
big dude. Like, fuck, would fuck anybody up on this table. That's like another thing. If you go to Chelsea or you go to maybe even Hell's Kitchen, you see there's a lot of well, dudes like that, like big muscle dudes that are gay. That yeah, like, that whole stereotype of like, like the wispy gay. You no, know? Yeah, I just want not, to fight no. in the Crusades. No, 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 no that's over. No. Gay guys in the best shape out of everybody. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, that was the whole Stonewall riots. Where the cops went to bust it up because it was a gay club, and those dudes just beat the shit out of the cops. That was like a big thing. When was that? that? They, yeah. when was that? It was in the seventies. Uh, like no kidding. Yeah. It's still around. around. It's a bar. They have comedy Stonewall shows Inn. there. Stonewall. Really? Inn. Yeah. yeah. And they just stood. It was like one of the biggest. It's kind of, of rough the, comedy. It was the start shows, of that whole uh, movement, right? Yeah. Wow. Was the start of it. Yeah. And they just like they at this bar, and the cops would literally great come story. in and arrest people just for being gay. That's so a great story. Yeah, these guys just beat the shit out of them. I guess. You always root against the cop. That's well, especially yeah, in that, especially in that, it's like they're in the they're in their own bar. Yeah, calm the fuck down. <laughs> you know, right? Even right. at that point, thirty are years, you, are, forty years ago. And what's going on? What, what do you think? Like, uh, what's your history with women, for the most part? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, Brett. I am single. That's why I stopped drinking. I was like literally single and drinking. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, yeah, literally, yeah. like got to the point where charming um, for twenty minutes and then fucking yeah. sad for the next four <laughs> yeah. hours. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, uh, you know, I've I've had some three I would call serious relationships where really I've, uh, I've had a two like about three. Like that's about it. But comedy right now is kind of just. Um, it's really engulfed that it's been it's almost made it impossible in the last few years to really even offer any type yeah. of serious scenario but to a does woman. it he's got two kids Verzi does it yeah he does doesn't he it's amazing and uh i think you know Verzi has that ingrained like uh i'm a home guy though yeah, you know what i mean guy, like I he, he's a new yorker that started yeah. comedy in new york you look like a wolf I do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I swear to God, my one buddy calls me a bear. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. Clawed yeah. through you the women. Like, <laughs> what do you think is the through. worst uh, hookup decision you've made? Oh my God! On the road, where you're like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" Oh His mind was just God. flooded by all. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I this was the worst thing. I, I probably I, I was when I first moved to California. I moved to like the San Diego area, and I got yeah. a job as. Uh, I got a job with like a country club to wait tables in the morning so I could right. go out and do spots at night. It's like six and a half years ago. So um, there was a, like a lodge. It was a lodge resort off the highway in San Diego, and it had a you know big golf resort. And I could play golf for free after work during the day if I wanted to. And I liked to golf, so I'd go out there and I'd play golf right around sundown. And I'd go through the lodge area restaurant, but I didn't look like an employee. And this about uh, <laughs> the sixty-two-year-old woman who was attractive. <laughs> attractive 62 year old woman was having wine by herself i ordered some food to go she had wine by herself she smiled at her i smiled she smiled at me i smiled at her right. i went over and talked to her and how old are you at this point um 35 maybe uh -huh. 34 35 yeah. and uh she's con i mean you know so she says something to me small talk quick i get out that i'm a comedian Oh, she's an actress. She's actually... Of course she is. Sure. Well, she actually, eventually, at the end of this whole story, I did find out that she'd been in, uh, you know, like five years of, uh, like, one of those uh, soap operas, like, saving oh, all right. of our children or a bunch yeah. of... Saving <laughs> sand, all of our children. Whatever. Just Ryan's sand through the hourglass. Yeah, whatever yeah, the hell right, these right, are, right, are right, called, right. right? She was on one of those. You know, yeah. she played a nurse in a hospital. I don't yeah, know what the yeah, fuck yeah. she did. But uh, so she tells me this and that. She's staying down here. She was shooting a commercial in San Diego. She lives up in like the, 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 the valley. And she tells me and I go, well, I actually work here. I tell her I have a work here. You know, da, da, da. And she says she says she invites me out to her cabana, like her 
cabin cabana along the golf oh, course or whatever, shit. you right. know, for a glass of wine. Because she asked me for a glass of wine. I said, listen, I can't drink here. I work here, actually. I just got off the go- golf course. I'm only allowed to get food to go and go. And she goes, well, I have a bottle at my blah, 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 whatever. And I go, well, let me, you know, we can't go. I go, like, I, I work here. I got to go separately. I have to drive around another whole road if I even want to pull this off. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you do that. So I do that. This isn't even the dumb story I'm telling. How did, she, I, how did, she, <laughs> how did she look at 62? She looked great. And she looked yeah. like she was younger. She looked, she looked well. Like, her hair, her hair looked like she was sixty-two. Like her, <laughs> like her eyebrows and hair and eyes looked like she was sixty-two. But her body didn't look like she was maybe late forties. Like okay. she, right. herself, and she had, and it was really weird because I've had, I've had a few girls. I've been around, you know, uh, a You're little a bit. I've, I've been all right. I've done all okay. I've done all right. Listen, but the thing is, is, and I've had some girls with fake tits before. Right. Like you know, younger girls with fake tits, and they all seem that all seemed okay and right because it right. just. Well, this this chick had like fake tits that have probably had been there. Like these things had been on the shelf for at least <laughs> 17, 18 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like these were like tits, like Betamax tits. You know what I mean? Like these were some of the first fake tits you'll <laughs> ever feel see? like. Yeah, it was the first pair. Oh, uh, dude, it, yeah, it was literally. Like the old, like what Babe Ruth's glove. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, it was like, dude, it was, they were so old, not old, but old. So I was just like, so when we got going and everything was cool, like, I was like, I don't know. I had a little bit of wine. I got greased up. I was alone. Listen, I was alone, which, you know, I had just moved out to San Diego a few months. I hadn't even, you know, been with a girl yet, you yeah. know, since uh, I'd been in Cleveland. So I said, what the hell? You know what I mean? And uh, I got to tell you something. She was unbelievable in, you know, mm-hmm. all of the other things she was responsible for in bed. She was, wow. she, she really wow. hit the mark, if you know what I mean. Right. But it was no, weird. I don't explain <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, she, but to, to like that, the, they were. It was amazing because I couldn't, like, I like to, I like to suck on them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a right. fan of that. I like to go. I, I have, like, I'm the youngest. Oh, you're not, no, I'm the youngest. You fucking weirdo. I'm the youngest of seven. You know what I mean? So I think I spent a lot of time on it. Weird. Like, what are you, like, blowjobs, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird when you And I couldn't stay long on these right. ones. You know what I mean? Like, I went down right. and it was like. It was like like freezer burned ice cream, you know what I mean? It was like, I can taste it. Well, you know, the thing is, like, when you like a girl, you've got to suck. When you first hook up with her, you got to suck on them, but you can't like do what you really want to do with them. I don't think just like right up front. Right. But then, like once they're in, like then I'll just fall on. But like in the beginning, you're gonna be like, oh, correct, they're delicate. But then afterwards, you're just like in a fucking Jimmy Buffett music video, you know, like motorboat. But I'm telling you, the motorboat on a 62 year old that's had them for a long time, that motorboat, that's more like more of a sandalwood, like an outboard, like 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 it takes about six pulls to get the. <laughs> I mean, you know, that thing's like it. You ever seen Splash when they took the little boat out? It's yeah. like Fat Jack's boat. You're just hitting the thing with a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I couldn't stay long on those. But she was, listen, I, I'll tell you what, she was she did uh, a good job. She was a great job. But the, probably the dumbest thing I've ever done, if that's what you want to hear right. romantically. That's what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what we're doing here. Um, I was uh, at Ohio State. This is over. This, is, uh, this shows you how old I am. This is 21 years ago. Uh, I was 20 years old, and I was seeing this girl 
kind of who was 19 years old from a different city in Ohio, but she was at Ohio State the same way yeah. I was. But I was poor. I was just a kid with a backpack. Right. She had her parents, your parents let her take a car when she was like a freshman to campus. She had that kind of life. Like right, right. they lived on a golf course type of life. You right. know they're what doing, I mean? They're doing good. Yeah, they're doing really good. And, you know, her and I are from kind of two different worlds, but whatever. We knew each other and we had it thing for each other so i think she was just attracted to losers at the time so she just was like let's let's hang out right so there was a weekend yeah so after a couple months of hanging out we she takes me to her hometown for the weekend right so like after classes on friday she's like we're gonna go in my hometown my parents wanted can't wait to meet you and um uh, we're gonna meet some of my high school friends i'm like cool so that's back when, like, a fake ID before drinking and drinking. This is back when, you know, nobody checked ID. You could right, get right. it anywhere, yeah, especially yeah. in little bodunk towns in Ohio. So we jet out in her car. We go to meet her parents. And her parents were, like, these cool people that were, like, even when she was 19, her parents were going to let us sleep together in her room. Like, right? Whoa. She had, like, a wow. little brother. Dude, they were like, like hippie parents. Yeah, they were like young. They were young. They were there like they were the. First. I would just say mature. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were like the first because I'm old school. I was the youngest of seven. My I'm parents sorry. were like Sean's dog just fucking, fucking farted. <laughs> Can you fucking do the Febreze? Yeah. Oh yeah, that is a fart. Sorry. Did you just on your side? That farts more than actual Don Rickles does, I think. <laughs> yeah, that smells yeah, like Don Rickles. Guess what we're do. It's like a, a Rickles buffet before the early show. Sorry, uh, we kind of... Yeah, no, no worries, man. Nature really ruined uh, your story there. Come on, let's go. All right. Sean the dog whisperer. That's hilarious. Rickles has to leave the room. The Febreze smells good, though. Rickles smells good. I like how you just okay. have it on hand. It's like just, you know, just right. It's called the, Meadows the, and Rain. Meadows and it's Rain. Highly toxic. It's cancer causing. It's all right. Is that okay? This guy cracks me up. Everything, like this yeah, guy. Tom, you were so doom and gloomed today. It's crazy. Just fucking live a little. Tom just we're talked about like how we are going to get cancer now because we sprayed this Febreze everywhere. <laughs> and we nailed it. You know, I mean, He's going to share a link on Facebook about how that's dangerous. Mesothelioma for everybody. He's going to be like, Febreze kills kids. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So keep going with the story. So we uh, so we go down there for the weekend. We're gonna do all that. So when we walk into the apartment or the house, right. it's a really nice house. We walk into this girl's house, yeah. and immediately it's like you know right after work on Friday. It took a, her parents are there and meet her parents. So nice. They're the coolest young kind of in their forties parents. Like hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. And her mom had just cooked these amazing brownies that were cooling on the counter and right. I could you could smell it. I was just like, oh thank you. And I was like doing the whole Eddie Haskell like, girl, those brownies smell Mrs. Great, right, Mrs. Right. Cleaver. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. She's like, oh thank you, you know, sure. all this kind of shit, right? So they're like, oh she's I, she's like, I'm taking into a friend's baby shower, a friend of a friend's having a baby day, whatever, da 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 da. So me and the girl get ready. We go out with her friends that night. We go drinking at a local bar, and I'm this guy at 20. I get I don't really know anybody, so I start playing the chip on my shoulder. You're not paying attention to me, right, game, right. you know. Right, and I'm right. drinking. I used to drink Jack and Cherry Cokes back then, oh, and I would geez. really tie oh, one on, right? right so right. I'm tying one on, and now I'm getting like jealous because she's talking to some guys that she went to high school with. So I'm just thinking that she's fucked them all, right? She's you know, fucked every one of them. She's fucked every single. Which shouldn't one of them. matter anyway. Which, you know what I mean? I mean, but, like, and, which oh, 
doesn't matter, does. but still, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the only guy not from this town. You know what I mean? It's and weird. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's actually weird that she would. It's, yeah, but it's whatever. Weird. Well, whatever. She's talking to her friends. It's just you look back on it. You're just a 20 year old drunk kid who's got right. You hormones know what the rushing fuck through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we ended up. She ends up getting mad at me. The whole thing. We're in like a pile of cars. Well, what are you saying to these guys? Nothing really. I'm just being the whole. I'm not like picking a fight. Yeah, it's also like, oh, now we're not gonna try to fuck her because you're such a dick. Yeah. So. I don't know what I was doing. Right, I was right, so right. fucking drunk. All I know was like we we played that whole like fight game on the way home in a pile of cars, and we get dumped off at her place, right? And I'm a fucking wreck. I really don't remember. This is like blackout style. <laughs> right. But this is just repicturing the story. So when we go into her house, she tells me I'm an asshole. You know, she was we were fighting on the front lawn, and she says, "Sleep on the couch. You're not. I'm not. I don't even want you in my room. You fucking da da da." So we. That is a blackout. The next thing I remember is waking up in the living, like the little family room right, that was right. off to the kitchen. So we were like platform kitchen that went down to the stairs of a family room. And then from the family room, there was a patio that looked out to this beautiful deck that looked out to a wooded area and a golf course. Right. And the next thing I remember was waking up hearing, smelling coffee, hearing voices. And I'm coming to on this couch on this little family area. And I'm looking out, and I can see her parents out on the patio, like drinking with their back in lawn chairs, drinking coffee. with their coffee with their back yeah. to me in lawn chair. And I can, and I'm like coming to, and I'm figuring out what's going on. And at this point, I only have boxers on and a t-shirt. And then I sit up to gather myself, and I'm still drunk. And I look at my fingers, and on the tips of my right fingers. I think that I have like shit myself because I I have brown cake brown like what looks like shit all over my fingertips and so I have to do that whole like bring it close oh enough God. to my face but oh not God. too close to know whether it smells like shit you know so I'm like and then as it gets close enough I'm like wait a minute that's chocolate that's that's chocolate and I like. And I went, oh, God. And I look over to my left towards the upper kitchenette area, and they had a round circle table and a nook from the kitchen counters. And there was a chair pulled away from the middle, and at the bottom of that chair where my boots and my pants were taken off down <laughs> at the boots, like underneath. So you just, like, dropped So trow. I just dropped trow, and at the table setting was the brownies that just, like, cl been clawed through. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, a bear had just went through them and just uh. ate, like, and there was just crowd, there was just brownie they, so droppings. Well, they of course they had to have seen it from where they've made coffee. They had to walk by me and see everything, and they just let me sleep. And they're in disgust on their back porch. <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting in disgust, and I can hear like conversation through the glass, but you can't make it out. It's just right. a muffled. So they're talking about me, obviously. So I freak the fuck out. I run upstairs into this girl's room, and I'm like, "You, you got to get up." I'm like, I, I, "I'm telling." I'm like, "Fucking almost sick." I'm about to throw up because I'm still drunk and I'm spinning, Nervous. but then I'm sobering yeah. up because all of the you know adrenaline is crashing into each other. And I'm like, "You got to get." And I'm telling her what I'm trying to explain. And she's like, "What the fuck?" You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm trying. She's like, "Whatever." I'm like, "I just look. Look at my hands." I'm like, "I just did. Oh, it's a mess down there." And she's like, "Oh my god, you get ready." So she comes down. And by the time we come back, it's like we stall for like fifteen or twenty minutes. Do you at least have your pants on at this point. Uh. The funny thing is, is I did not. I did not take my <laughs> pants because I rushed out. My pants were still underneath the table. So we we, we, we oh saw for like 15 or 20 minutes up in a room figuring out what we're going to do. We come down, and they're in the kitchen standing there. Like, he's leaning on the – and 
the saddest thing about this story as I look back on it now is those people were about probably three, two or three years older, older than, than I am right now. And I might still be capable of yeah. this story if I was drinking, if I went out with a 19-year-old girl, right? <laughs> but um, so the funny thing is, is so he and he's just back there looking. He's steaming at me. Like, he's looking at he me looking like... right at you? Dude, he's staring a bore through me. So she's... Or the boy, I, you had to leave at that point. Well, here's the funny thing is, so the... We are we, we we are up front like she's the mom's up front ahead of him and he's standing in the back looking at me and I come down and, my, and she's like oh my god mom you know she started saying all this stuff and she's like no, don't even don't, not a word and I go I go like this here's the genius the mom goes not a word not a word just not a word and she just says I don't know what you two kids and all that kind of stuff that I can't even regurgitate because I was in a flash of just sweat and panic and everything but all I remember was. I fucking spoke up at the end where she said a bunch of stuff and I go, you know, I just want to say I'm really sorry and, and I'd be glad to like, because she then she said something like, she goes, well, it's too late to bake something else now, so I guess I just have to make do and go to a bakery. And, and I go, Wait, well, who are these brownies for? Oh, like a like a friend's daughter's wedding, wedding. Uh, uh, a shower, like a friend's right. daughter's shower, right. like a close friend's had her first baby, whatever. So I, I so I go. She goes like that, and right after she says that, I go, well, you know, I'd be happy to, you know, pay for whatever you have to. And then he just blew up. He goes, oh really? Is that what you get? You get? You get to chip in a couple of bucks to pay for the brownies? And I was just like, oh, I mean, my head was down. I was like, oh my god, uh, I wanted to throw up all over the place. He's uh, like, then, that's what, then he goes like this. He goes, tell you what, why don't you pick up your clothes, go clean yourself up. And get out of my sight for the rest of the day. And I, was just, and I basically did all that. We were supposed to go to dinner later that night with no some way. other friends, and um, we did. We ended up going to dinner, and we didn't uh, listen. We didn't even sit at the same table. He he asked when he got to the same table. He asked for reservations for like two different like could you split yeah. up the table. And I had to go sit. Left, dude. Well, the next day, so now that's Saturday, yeah, and you're I was trapped stuck, there. He's well, I was stuck it. there. Yeah, you know, and I you know. So the next morning, like I did, I just stayed away. Like I didn't even look at them the rest of the night. And then the next morning, she drove me home. And then there's nothing left there. Her, she can never like she drove me back to Columbus. That's it. Like she was just like, hey, I'll see you around. And it was like, no, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you won't see me around. Yeah, so I know you won't like, see me around. What, would, what happened with the, with the brownies? Oh, it happened again. Did he fart again? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's all right. We got the Febreze. <laughs> I got it. I got the Febreze going. <laughs> but with the, you know what it is, though? But at the end of the day, is it really that big of a deal to eat all the brownies? Kind well, of. The way yeah, I first did impression, it. Because if the you're the you dad... First night you're meeting this guy, like if he's he was capable, excited about, like he was like, hey, you know, I was like, ah, yeah, whatever. I was like, hey, this guy, like, he played basketball. His dad was a coach type thing, and he was like, oh, cool, you're bringing this kid over, you know, whatever. She met my daughter, met a guy at college in her first year. Right. They were cool enough to let us hang out in our in her room. Yeah, together. if you're capable yeah. of doing like, that your first night, what I else screwed is next? everything up. Well, it's like, well, what it's else is thing, next They were going to let that. them sleep in the same room together, but he's mad about brownies? Yeah, dude. I totally I, get it. Dude, I disrespected his wife. Like, that's what I did. I just, <laughs> like, he was like, I disrespected his wife. And then he's looking at me like, don't disrespect this is the my, brownies. This is my, the taste my daughter has would in you, women. Would you be He probably off? totally trusted his daughter's sure. judgment up until then. Yeah. Yeah, you and Tom would be pissed off as somebody who is a father. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would not. He would be done. Yeah, he'd be yeah to clean up, get the get the fuck out <laughs> yeah, now. Basically, I think that's he a dad wanted to thing throw too. me out. If I, I wasn't so young, he would have threw me out. I would like, have dumped a bucket of water on you on the couch. Yeah, well, in the morning. <laughs> we're wearing warm at time. I Come think on. I would have been like, I would have understood you were right drunk because I've done. I've literally gotten up and pissed on a floor, <sighs> drunk. 
at my cousin's house. First night that you're with a. F- yeah, but that's a friend's <laughs> yeah, house. That's a and I've had that. That's I vomited a... on a friend's dog once, and I've never was. I wasn't friends with the dog in front of the whole family. I did it a blackout because they would let us drink, and then I vomited on the dog. Who would have known that I'm sober now all these years later? From that embarrassing fucking story. And this chick was hot. She ended up be going to. She ended up moving. She's probably still here in New York somewhere. She ended up moving to New York uh, a couple years later to be like a Broadway dancer and stuff. Like wow. so, she had chops. Like she was. You really, really fucked it oh, up. Oh, she had a body and her legs were like. Her, her, What's that's her what, name? That's a. The, uh, her, uh, <laughs> I want to look her up after this. Yeah, her name's Molly, but that's. Oh, that's, you can really say that? Yeah. Well, I'll say I'm not going to say <laughs> their last thing. name because if they're listening, but. Um, she was really, like, really talented girl, too. Sean I probably screwed up. up like a no, really... No, no. Molly <laughs> Broadway dancer. Ro- Molly Broadway dancer from Ohio. Another, but, another um, fart. Yeah, that was like one of those, man, when he just was like, oh, really? Are you gonna you gonna chip in a couple of bucks? I was just like, oh, my God. My head went down just like, oh, my God. That was uh, Yeah, what do you do? You can't recover uh, after you that. Can't, there was nothing to have. And like, they had to, have, they had to have thought that their daughter had great judgment up until now. They had nothing, probably nothing else to go off of except, hey, she's 19 years old and she's done nothing but display good judgment. I, we're excited to see who yeah. this guy is she's going to bring home. And right. that next guy is going to look so good. <laughs> Whoever that next guy is. Ah, that's hilarious. I never even thought about that, the next guy. She probably married the next guy. Was there brownie anywhere on the couch? Well, there was crumbs all over the floor. I mean, it was like there was some there. Yeah, it was on my boxer shorts. Like, there was brown... Because that's another thing. I looked down. I had white boxer shorts on. It was like on my boxer shorts. Like I must have like used it as an apron. It was a. It was. It was. Wow, like, dude, it looked like a bear went through it. It like there was like four. Ugh. There was like one point where there was like four finger, like four fingers scraping like one side of the. I think I thought like I was gonna be like I'll save them some. So I was like <laughs> scraping around the side. <laughs> like I was trying to. I was trying to devour it as politely yeah, as I, I could. I won't lick this one or <laughs> yeah, this one. And then yeah. she, you know, she I, just I, threw you under the bus as oh. soon as you left. She's like, oh, fuck him. You know, right? I, I can't. Brutal. I wonder. I wonder what the like story at the shower was because she had to go and like pick up some just plain old, probably She's like, like you Kroger even thing. Right. What this right. little fucker did yeah. to my brownies? Right? Jesus. I can't even believe it. So, <laughs> what is that? And you think that's the dumbest thing you've done, like with a chick? That's probably the- like I think. Man, I mean, I've done some dumb things, Dan. I, I mean, I've done some real dumb things, but I, I got to think like. Well, I'd say, has your act changed a lot or no? Yeah. Yeah, well, when you started, what kind of stuff were you doing? <laughs> oh, just kind of whatever joke I could find in, like, any like anything. You know what really? I mean? Instead yeah, yeah. of myself. Right. Which I think that now that I think uh, that you go through this process. You're just grasping on for anything when you start. Yeah, you really are. And, like, I started, and, and, and I always say this, like, I had, like, the total blessing and disguise of where I started in Cleveland. I started in Cleveland at a great club, Hilarity. So my first real exposure to anything good and, like, in front of me was a top road club. So I had my own room I was running, which was kind of more underground, kind of a grimier. Yeah. Right, you, right, right, right. Every style invited, alternative to mainstream to whatever. Yeah, so it wasn't any particular style of club other than I would just call it kind of down and dirty a little yeah. bit. We called it the grimy 90. But then my 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 club exposure was to hilarities. So I had like that um, great experience to be able to have something like that, but then also be uh, kind of sucked into that kind of road view, right? Yeah. So the guys that I was watching and coming through most of the time were that what you – Get yourself tighten up every like have have the same act for ten years have it for ten years or just be able to tell those jokes really fast to another joke and not worry about really what the content is yeah yeah 
so much as getting the laugh. Yeah, those guys are terrified of bombing more than right. Else. That's so. Then you so you're you're kind of is, but which everybody a is. There's a different, but there's a different mentality. So yeah. I think that uh, you know, um, kind of being bred into that way, uh, at least got me the confidence to go on stage in that kind of uh, psych psyche, and yeah, then to yeah. be able to branch out when I moved to to San Diego first, and then L.A. to kind of experience things on my own, right. the real like escaping Cleveland and going out into the real world without like that security of all the things I knew yeah. has changed my act for the way better. Like yeah. I told somebody the other day, I think I, I've for finally realized in the last two years who to stop being on stage. And now I'm starting to actually realize who to start being on stage. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you know, know what I mean? It's like, hard too, because you get like, for instance, this is like one of the reasons like I, I, I stopped actually, you know, like, like sometimes you watch Burr and it's so good, but then like you get on stage and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know, eh, yeah, it's brutal, it's brutal, <laughs> you know. Like you start yeah. doing it and you're like, what the fuck? I yeah. think Louie is another one of those guys who like, I mean, just the hand motion, like yep. the stuff that you just subconsciously, yeah, you know, it's yeah, really you, tough. You adopt out of nowhere one night. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I did a bit. I was halfway through a bit. I was riffing and I thought I was like, wow, this bit I'm riffing is amazing. And it was somebody's and bit. It was Mulaney's bit, and I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. which one was it? Do you remember? Forget it was like that pedophile law and order thing. That's how <laughs> I've a, done that, where yeah, I've yeah, set you know, a line a and one. a joke, and I'm like, no, I've, my friends have done it, or I've yeah. seen it on. A, uh, yeah. yeah, it came too easy. I've, like, I, yeah. it came I think that's happened to everybody and everything. Yeah, I think you see even the great ones, and you go, I've actually heard somebody say something to that effect yeah like even right. the ones where you adore to the like oh we bow to i think that that's just uh just there's so much uh revolving content oh yeah uh, you know what We're i mean there's so much revolving zeitgeist exactly yeah. and uh so uh, which is one of the reasons like people i i i a lot of times i tell myself not when i'm not working somewhere i don't go out to the clubs because i don't even want the you don't want to hear. You don't, no, you don't even it. want the subconscious yeah, entering your yeah. brain because right. it might have been something you were thinking of, and then, yeah. like you said, two nights later, yeah. there's this thing. It's a fine line this, because this, you're this. supposed to watch stand-up comedy, but right. you're not supposed to be influenced by. Like you're supposed to be influenced by it without t taking the lines. Exactly, yeah. which is a it's a you're huge six fine months line. later. You say something, you go, yeah, did I hear that six months ago? Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you start uh, telling the same things to yourself sometimes in different ways, right? Like you ever write like bits, and you're just like, I just. Or you ever you, you can see other guys do a different joke that is basically a, a, a different variation of a joke they used to do, yeah, and yeah. you can catch yourself doing it too. You're like, I'm just doing the same exact setup and punchline to this where these words as those words. Yeah, you're used almost, to you're be. playing uh, just the uh, the you start stealing from yourself. You're playing the like same <clears throat> notes in a different key or something. Yeah, like yeah. It's like you and literally you start, realize you're doing it. Yeah, you start stealing from yourself and you don't even know you're doing it. You're I'm really like, oh. impressed that I was able to make that music analogy. Work that's that's a, that, that was that, was that correct? I think that was right. Yeah, that was. I think that was what was the uh, what's the stupidest thing okay. you've ever done on stage? Stupidest thing I've ever done on stage was Shut probably up, I, I I agreed to dress up as a fucking baby New Year. <laughs> the money I, I needed the money man it was Literally. so bad i was emceeing a new year's eve like my fucking first year like my first year in like an extra 250 i'm actually not bad, I, not the, not bad. I would probably still because well, i had now. to do like i not i had to have you know i had to do lines too i was in a diaper and a oh, and a top hat you're ringing the new year and i was bringing up the guy that was uh, what's up father time Oh, uh, no, I didn't do well. Do well. <laughs> I got booed. People were throwing inflatable balloons at me. I was hearing this all day. <laughs> thank, thank God you didn't do well, because what if you killed and then you were the baby New Year comic? 
<laughs> yeah. you know. That's hilarious. I feel like you Hey, what does it pay? Right? Say, like, wait, right, Saint Germain, what does yeah. it pay? Uh, two fifty. No, 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 I'm just saying if yeah. it pays. I feel like you just did that at like an eyes wide shut party. No, that was like. Right. like <laughs> that's, <laughs> when you stand up as a baby New Year on yeah. eyes wide shut. Party. Uh, that's like, well, hilarious. Give you an extra oh, it's yeah, it's Stanley like, Kubrick opening yeah. for Stanley Kubrick. What's the password? Baby New Year. Yeah, so I had to bring up Father Time that was in like a cloak and had the you know the the staff and everything. It was embarrassing. But I needed the two fifty on top of what they were paying. I, you know me, what I so. did once? I dressed up like a pimp and had to dr- walk around a christening. <laughs> for, what? Yeah, I, that is a com. That is a comment Before I did comedy. Wait, what? I dressed up. <laughs> How does this happen? A christening? <laughs> Wait, they paid you to dress up as a pimp. Dressed up like a pimp. How much did you get paid for this? I think it was like at a christening. Three hundred for the day. What? What's the correlation? At a christening? It was no. It was no. It was, it was in like, Bushwick. Where was it? Was it was the christening party. Single like, mother, obviously. This dude who was like, yeah, no, no, it was this dude who was like. I think he was like a mobster, but he was like Spanish, but he hung out with Italians. <laughs> and he literally at this, I swear to God, at this right. christening, he Why had... Even, see, you have great stories as long as you mind them. <laughs> yeah, I just forget a lot of shit. <laughs> well, you, you, you have all these amazing stories and you come in, I, I dropped a tissue the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me about like this pimp christening story out of yeah. fucking nowhere. And at the same thing, they had all sorts of other characters that, you had to walk, that had to walk around. So and they had cage dancers. Did they have prostitutes? No, they didn't have I mean, just pimps. Uh, that's just hilarious. Pimps. They had other characters, but no prostitutes. Yeah, they had cage really, really, ups- really Unemployed sad. Unemployed christening? Really they sad pimps dancers? with no prostitutes. Were they half cage dancers? I remember. I was, I, yeah. You blacked how uncomfortable. It was a while ago. <laughs> Did you have to act like a pimp? I had to walk, I had to do like a pimp walk and walk around. <laughs> I forgot about what that. What would you say? That's great. I don't think I did. I think I just literally walked around. I don't think I did a right. character. I think I just walked around, and they were like, oh, the pimp. Like, they were like, <laughs> And then you, but I had every type of food you could have thought of at this fucking place. It was unbelievable. Fuck I totally son, forgot I did money. that until just now. <laughs> I was through. I used to work at a print shop, and it was this guy that would come in to get flyers done. He ran like a promotional company as well, and then he was like, "Hey, you want to make like three hundred bucks for a day?" And I'm like, and I was like twenty, and I'm like, yes. You mean three hundred twenty yeah, bucks? Yeah, get it? Yeah. What? what? Oh, that's great. Pimp guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've I was way skinnier. That's then. why there was no prostitutes because he yeah. was the pimp. Yeah, I was the pimp that lost all his prostitutes. Yeah. They ran away. <laughs> they all became the teachers. Most, yeah, the most insecure pimp ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that. I just up in drag once too. I did. What, did what's her name? Had a show, Katie Riffey. Uh, yeah, pit. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would. Yeah, I remember. I think I remember this. It's funny because you dress as drag in high school, like for skits. You think, oh, this is the funniest I've never, thing I ever. I never did it in high school. I did that, but now looking back on it, it's the cheapest fucking cheapest laugh. And it's weird how into Ju- it Giuliani was. He loved dressing up in drag. Well, yeah, he did it a lot. I did it in San Diego a couple of times when I first went down there. I was working at this uh, dump of a club the first stage time, and I have restaurant experience in the past right so i used to cook and bartend and all that stuff i can cook in a restaurant like i could work on the line mm-hmm. so i held i was helping this club for a little while while they were in between cooks right like literally i went in there for like a month and i was like line cooking and then i would go close the shows as a mad cook i would be dressed up as a white <laughs> in a white apron would i take my tongs up there with all this stuff okay. and be like, they're like hey, everybody enjoy the food tonight and people would round of applause they're like you got time for one more guy this guy he just he had a rough night he wants to vent a little bit and i would go up there with the angry cook I'm like, where's the bitch that ordered a quesadilla with no fucking peppers? You know, we pre-make that shit, you whore. And then I would, do they love it? They probably oh, they loved, loved it, it dude. They, killed, they right? loved it. I go, take a good look at me, huh? Like, look at me. I'm like, a, I'm a white cook in San Diego. I'm like the sea in a snow leopard. I go, we don't exist anymore. <laughs> I go, yeah, dude. They loved it. You're I had just all doing like these, I had all these hack lines. Shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was doing hack lines, dude. It was great. I was like, it was, it was so much fun. So I did like probably a half a dozen shows uh, at How this place called The Madhouse. Extra, do you get um, paid extra? 
Well, I was getting Sean's doing the two fifty. Yeah, are, are you doing the madhouse? Yeah. yeah, ask him about that. Ask those guys about when Jason, when Lawhead <laughs> did the Mad Cook, and he would go on stage. Robert is when you doing the madhouse in October. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a fun club, man. Uh, Robert is a comic who owns the place. Oh, nice. So uh, he's a good dude, and uh, so I was helping him when he took the. It's a different location. The location you're going to do is a new location from his first location. Yeah. He had kind of taken over this other place for a oh, while, okay. and uh, he was in between some staff, and I had all this experience so i was like dude he was a, he was great gracious and always hooking me up with stage time so i was like dude i'll come in and 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 so by the time the, the kitchen would get so busy that i wouldn't have to do a set there late at night i wouldn't have time to get out of my clothes if i wanted to even, yeah, even if yeah, i wanted yeah. to do comedy at the end because we were like closing out some of the last right. orders by the time i would like even like you know so i would just go up there once in a while when i didn't have time in the in the it's actually kind of a funny idea. It's a it funny was idea. Fun. I had yeah. fun with it because I because the thing is is I, I bet you get old. I would real get quick. so temperamental. It gets old real quick. The reason it came about was for the first week or ten days I was helping and the st- there was no communication, so I was getting mad. It, like you I was literally, was actually I was mad. I was literally getting mad at people at work because I was like, yeah. I'm doing this kind of and I don't need to. I have another job. I'm doing this three or four nights a week. You know. Because, right. I, you know, I'm trying to, to help out. To help out. And I was like, so I would get mad. At, so I was literally getting mad. And somebody, one of the girls was like, you should just go on stage and vent. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. I'm gonna. And I did it <laughs> once. And then and then it just was so much fun that I just played it the next few, four or five times. Yeah. And it was just a character that I just had fun with. And it was actually a nice respite, you know, just to, right. just, to just be able to go, I, I can just tell a bitch she's a cunt for ordering this. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You want. like, it was fun. I mean, have you closed out like the show? Yeah. They probably like that but more yeah. than if anyone was doing stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle gets up and they're like, bring out the cook guy. Yeah, and then they had seen eight stand-ups. So by that time, they're kind of like, they know it's the end of the night, so they kind of get this like little like uh, quick All right, time to go. on the way to... Yeah, it breaks it up. An hour and a half, people were done with comedy. Yeah, they are. Hour and a half. Yeah. Hour and a half. Uh, Absolutely. No longer. 90 minutes. It's proven. That's why every great comedy movie is is right around that 90-minute time. All the great ones are at that. An hour and 27 minutes is the greatest comedy you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's it's it's... And it goes for stand up as well. I mean, airplane, all those great comments. All those airplanes are best. 90 minutes. 90 so JasonLawhead.com. Yeah, JasonLaw.com. Add JasonLaw on Twitter. I do a lot of sports stuff. You know, I got the sports yeah. podcast, which. Uh, Check it out on All you. Things Comedy. Uh, it's on uh, Network no. Studios, actually. Oh, it's on I'm Network not, Studios. No, I'm, you know, listen. <laughs> sun, I, Everybody's on fucking All Things. Yeah, so no, I'm not on All Things. I, right. uh, I, um, I'm I, on my own uh, network. Network. But, uh, court. Uh, yeah. Lawhead's court. It's a I would good, love to come on. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I don't especially, know probably nearly as but, much as you or Paul. Well, or, that's well, what I'm saying. Saying. very casual fan. But you're Paul's a, big, like a giant. You're a big giant, giant fan. Yeah, I am. But I'm still. I don't know anything about like what Paul knows or anything like that. What does Paul, Paul, Paul know? Like Paul doesn't know that much. Let me tell Paul. I mean, I love Paul, but you know who doesn't know that much about sports? Lenny Marcus is a statistician for the Giants. Is he really? Yeah, he's a comic, and that's one of his gigs on the side. Really? That would be fun. Every Sunday, he he gets like. He gets like uh, free tickets, all that shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but I'll have you guys on, man, because I, I not only do I do well, I, would, sports, well, I know Sean. Yeah, Sean knows about we, sports we movies. You can talk to me about Rudy for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to do a sports. I want to do a series of sports movies podcast with guys, like a movie review with guys yeah. that like certain movies that you love. So yeah. if that's ever something you guys want to do, like eventually, I would love to do that. Well, eventually, what I'm going to do is get guys that really are into a sports movie that can talk about it for a half hour, forty minutes, because there's so many great sports comedies alone. <laughs> Let alone sports movies, but uh, I like the sports guy. But I have interviews a lot with people that 
we don't really talk a ton of sports. We'll talk comedy and other stuff, stories right. like this, and then yeah. maybe just ask them what their favorite teams are and cover it for a little bit. New York yeah, Liberty yeah, yeah. for me. Uh, New, York New York Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> New York. I did a, a podcast with Brett Ernst uh, a couple weeks ago, and, we, and Brett has a show where he does a top ten list all the time, so he right. rates everything. It's always the ten best something, right? right? Yeah, Whatever yeah. the topic is. So I, I flipped it. When I had him on my show, I flipped it and said, we'll do a top ten. You know, we'll we'll have your show on mine. We'll do top ten yeah. sports franchise. So we got through. You know, we debated what was some. One, Yankees? We, yeah, Yankees are obviously number First. one top, and it was a major was four, two, major Lakers? four sports. Um, my number two was, I believe, the. Uh, it's gotta be Boston, uh, right? Green Bay Packers. I believe. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I believe it was the Green Bay Packers. Anyway, the point is that we were debating, and then, so we were having a fun debate. It was a lot of laughs. He had some lists. I had some lists. And uh, and then I said, what, what would the top, what would be the worst? You know, he said, what would be the worst 10 franchises of all time? I said, I don't know. Who were the worst 10 WNBA teams this year? Because <laughs> <laughs> we only really included the major four sports and pro soccer. We did do international soccer. Oh, you did? Yeah, well, just because well, there's some big, about that? you know, the top two, if when you rate right. teams, well, we, we, we did a criteria with what they're valued at, the success, right. the history, all of the kind of things yeah. we try to put in a boiling pot. And then, you know, man, the top three, out of the top three most uh, highest appraised sports franchises, two of them are soccer teams. Wow. It's the Man U and the, the Real Madrid, United, and the Yankees right? are number three when you talk about valued wow. sports franchises. Well, look, at, uh, look at fucking Clippers now. Well, they bought for two million. What were they bought? No, for? I don't think he's selling he them anymore. Out of the deal. What? He backed I don't out think he's deal. selling them anymore. He's not selling them. No, he's going to sue the NBA. Yeah. And this Why? is going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see because LeBron's always. LeBron has already said. He's already said that he will be the one to stand up for the players and, and not play basketball if this thing is still being drawn Oh, out. then it'll be done in two weeks. Well, it'll be interesting. No, now that, because now that his pressure was off a week and a half ago when Donald Sterling and the Sterling said, well, we'll, we'll, we'll sell, then there was no reason everything right, was going right. to happen. Now, the ball's back in Sterling's court, and um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, LeBron's decision now after win or lose against San Antonio because he has a chance to opt out, which a lot of people are saying that he Let me will. tell you what happens. Uh, Donald Sterling's going to have a heart attack. Yeah. You think I know that sounds... He's going to drink something. I think somebody's something. just going to kill him. He's going to drink something. I know that sounds fucked up, him. but I think that somebody's just going to poison his ass. Yeah. Well, like but he has cancer or something style, like or that, right? He's on his yeah. treatment. For but literally, yeah, he sure is there's cancer. Ways to do it. For, for Breeze, but man. literally, he is cancer. So he will live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he like, is cancer. So yeah. cancer lives. It's yeah. a, who knows? If it's that much stress and you're in your 80s, I don't really think that there's... He'll die. Yeah. He'll well, die. we'll see. I would It'll be, be interesting. On that, if somebody recorded some of the fucked up shit I've said, oh, I, I, that's, and I would right. be able to... Um, I, would, I don't know what I would do, you know? I know. You were the dog. That, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't smell the dog like ones. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Yeah, you shot it on your balls. Right towards me. And on that note, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to my Dumb Friends podcast. Yeah. Why did you get real somber all of a sudden? <laughs> it's know. my fault. He goes, on that note. Goes, on that note. I don't know, I'm guys, trying to deal uh, with the fart that's on me right now. <laughs> Dude, why? You were like the least uptight fucking germ wise dude I've ever met. <laughs> We've been doing this podcast too long today. That took you. 30 seconds to get out that sentence. There were like different peaks in that sentence. He you know, literally, like, dude, why don't you? He literally talk like a pig. guy. Yeah, it was like he was like a yeah. big mannequin. Like, motherfucker, why don't you? Why don't you yeah, like, get done with yeah, his fucking motherfucking like podcast? Like a dart just went to his chest. Yeah. You don't like, care about germs. Now give my motherfucking money. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Jason. Hey, JasonWhite.com. Check out the uh, the tour. Yeah, all the, in all tour. things all in tour. The all in tour coming to a city near you. All right. 
Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. You can see our hosts performing live this week. For our Sean Donnelly, you can see him tonight, September 9th, at the Gotham Comedy Club in New York City at 8 p.m. He'll be hosting at The Stand this Thursday and Saturday in New York City. And then Sunday, September 14th, he's at Union Hall at 8 p.m. For more, go to SeanDonnellyComedy.com. Dan St. Germain, back in Los Angeles, performing tonight, September 9th, at the Comedy Store in Hollywood, in their belly room. Check it out, the world-famous Comedy Store. He'll be at the Westside Comedy Theater this Friday, and Saturday at Flappers in Burbank on their 10 p.m. show. For more on Dan St. Germain, go to danstgermain.net. And you can see me, Thomas Attila Lewis, at where else but the Syracuse Funny Bone on Wednesday, September 10th, 2014. Hey, please write to us. Please, please write. Please. Uh, send us an email at the My Dumb Friends Podcast at gmail.com. My Dumb Friends Podcast at gmail.com. We'll mention you here, uh, and uh, we love hearing from you. Since Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the My Dumb Friends Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review and give us a rating. It really helps us out. Please follow us on Twitter at Dumb Friends Cast. And you can send us an email at My Dumb Friends Podcast at gmail.com. The My Dumb Friends Podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. To hear other great comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. And I still have another round left in me. Our opening and closing music is by Phil Pickens. You can find more of his music at philpickens.com. P-I-C-K-E-N-S. Lift me up.